All right, everyone, it's time to stop talking about Hayden Christensen and talk about Tokusatsu. So, so we can still talk about Star Wars? Uh, yeah. I mean, can you really Star talk Wars. about it without talking about Star Wars? No. I mean, well, I, guess, I guess we could talk about Jumper, that one movie he did. Or, or, I remember or, that. Or, might as well. Little Italy. We could talk about Little Italy. Literally? Like the place? Or, or is there a movie called that? The mo- like, like there's a movie that has him like as like it's like a Romeo and Juliet type of story set in Little Italy in Toronto. Also, he was in Goose. He was in Goosebumps: Night of the Living Dummy Part Three. Yup. <laughs> All right, this bit's gone on long enough. Ryan Gosling, I think, was in a was in a Goosebumps episode. You're the roll call. Connect. Loading. Perfect! Showrunning Super Savant. Rebel up! Bluecaster, Super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster, Robolane. Researcher of the Tokuverse. Ultracaster, Gar. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster, Global Soft Perka. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! Episode 469! It's episode Batra! It's the episode Yan Mega, my favorite bugged Pokemon. It's Batra! Love Sevens, Yanmega. you're close. It's not, it's not Mega Yanma, it's Yan Mega. That's before they came up with Mega Evolutions. They, yeah. oh, they should have, yo, Mega Yan Mega? Come on. Yeah, I know. Too a easy. lot of people said they should have done a Mega Yan Mega, but they didn't. And the worst part is it would have actually made sense because it, it could use a stat boost. Yeah. Oh, apparently in Japan, it's just known as Mega Yanma. I think it's one word, though. Anyway, so if you happen to be tuning in for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We are a swarm of dragonflies who get together every week to talk about Kamarider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. I was just going to say we're a group of Teds who get together every week. They don't know we were talking about Ted. No, I like the swarm of dragonflies considering the Yanma focus. Yeah. See? That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, you should join our Discord. We were talking about the Ted show, the Ted movies, Beyblade, Ted Talks. The time that Ted crossed over with Dang and Rompa. I remember the Dragonfly toys where, like, you could put them on, like, a launcher and then you launch them in the air and they fly. And yeah, they, they were the boy version moving. of that other fe- that toy with the fairies. I forget yeah, the name. Yeah, Sky Dancer. That's it. That's it. Which are mostly known nowadays for being banned for hitting people in the face, and also Valid. that one video AFV where one flies right into a fireplace. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get onto the news, our topics for this week are Comrade Gotchard, episode 18, episode 44 of King Oger, and our feature topic is the Comrade Geats movie Four Aces and the Black Fox. Also, Man, that's... I, I just want to give a shout out to Ichi. He uh-huh. uh, he he shopped this for me. Uh, gorgeous Thouser. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, had, I had to kid bash it from a couple of different images of of uh, Legend Deno. But yeah, there you go. That's oh, what look- that's what Legend would look Man. like as Thouser. 
I remember back then I was predicting we were going to get a Thouser V Cinema, and then they just were like, no, we're going to make a Metsuro Jinrai.net movie. And I was like, oh. Well, yeah, I mean, he's kind of involved in Kamen Rider Outsiders. And we did get Zaya, which was cool. I loved yeah. him. Anyways. The dark version of Thouser. Yeah, yeah, no, he was fucking cool. I have his keys. I have his programized keys. They're fucking awesome. Zaya forever! I am all, the president. All I'm saying is, I was expecting Black Fowser, but what I got was Dark Fowser. Mega Fowser. That's all, that's all I'm going for. Whatever okay. Fowser is backwards. Bukok. Bukok. Reese out. <laughs> Resout. That actually sounds like a cool rider name. Resout. Common rider Resout. Sounds like a Rickyism. Like instead of saying <laughs> Result, it's Resout. All right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, we have some news stories to talk about. Yeah, we do. <sighs> news mode. There it is. All right. So. I was super happy to be informed this morning that according to the Super Sentai development blog on Bandai's website, uh, apparently the Memorial Oger Caliber will in fact have the hidden commands to do Ryoga Isen. So I am super fucking excited! Now you can spam to your heart's desire. Yeah! I love what the Google Translate on the page, instead of Oger, it's King Augur. Like yeah, yeah it does that. Although, in another no, part, no, it says not. Oja, like O-J-A. Yeah, no, King, o King Augur, I've seen. It, the, the, King Augur. That makes it sound like about digging. I also love that I they translated that. Yanma's catchphrase as Scarpont Tanuki. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> fucking raccoon. Tanuki just sounds like the name of a Gundam protagonist. Although, funnily, at the, at the bottom, they got correctly Takomenchi. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I say got correct. What I mean is they didn't try to translate it. Yeah, they just would like, just leave it. Yeah, that one's probably yeah, fine. It's a Friday. Yeah, it's a Friday. Google Translate was like, yeah, I'm good. Also, also, I pulled, I pulled some more, uh, I pulled some more Kemi cards this weekend. I got, uh, I got the parallel Kuga. Oh, sweet. Nice. It's pretty. It looks it's like God Kugata. It's like ancient Mew, but. <laughs> Yeah. Kamen Rider version. Yeah. Well, Jack, if you trade me your parallel legend card, then it's yours. Yeah. It's happily yours. Why you swear? Because <laughs> he wants it. Wants okay, that's why. Because I was wondering exactly what the context was. I love. I love his parallel card. Is the mural from like the where the sarcophagus? All of is. the Rider parallel oh. cards are fucking brilliant. The, the revise, re revise, vice being the best ones in my opinion. My it, favorite is Exades. I was about to say, X-Aid one is probably the best one. Drives is lame, unfortunately. <laughs> it is. I'm not going to lie, I thought you were going to say, my favorite is eggs. <laughs> yes, by eggs. Oh, exactly, oh, because of that. Eggs. Yes. Yeah, see, Decker, you know what, Decker? You keep throwing that in my face, I'm going to throw the Kuga in your face. <laughs> so there we go. Well, no, Lane, don't throw that in his face, then that means he has it. Oh, that's true, right. I'll just All keep right. posting a picture of it. Moving on. <laughs> Speaking of legend, uh, we got images of the upcoming SH Figure Arts for Common Rider Legend. 
Oh, it bugs me how his shoulders don't match. Uh, I am already in the... Uh... I'm already on my way to get getting it, so... Uh, inaccurate Please. doesn't have the same bulge as the suit. Oh, <laughs> He looks super good, though. Like, look, especially, like, he looks so bulky compared to Gotchard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I should hope so. Yeah, he comes, with, he comes with his ride magnum. That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's so gorgeous. Gorgeous. I'm already sick of the word. I'm buying. I'm buying this so much. Uh, let's see. So uh, flexible materials used for the decorations on the lower back to achieve mobility and proportions. One fifty millimeters tall. Comes with the ride magnum. Interchangeable hands. Premium Bandai web exclusive. Eighty eight hundred yen. July release. There you go. I was just about to expect. Bleh. Time for my birthday. That's what there I was waiting here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was about to say it, but then my words got stuck in my throat. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, I... right. You guys wouldn't get that reference. No. It, it, it's a Toho movie. War of the Gargantuas. So yeah, I I I, uh, I also recently uh, this week ordered myself an EX uh, box of cards to get, and that's going to be the last splurging I I do for like cards. And we'll then I also see got a about Kenny that. Well, I also got a Kenny riser because it was like super cheap. Okay, that way I, I, I have the valvariser and you have the normal one. Yeah, well, because I want to eventually get the sun and then just spam the sun in the riser. <laughs> <laughs> the sun. So I can't sun. wait to go. I can't wait to go to Anime North this year and just have people with like belts and shit. I I'm going to bring all my doubles of all my chemi cards. That I yeah, I trade your chemi cards. That's a good idea. Well, no, I'm just gonna hand them out to people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I still have no Here's idea if I'm if I'm gonna have the courage to go this year or if I'm gonna freak out again. Oh, no, it's I still have my box of extra chemi cards as well, so if you want, you can come grab mine as well. Okay. Everyone, look underneath your desk. There's five chemi cards for you. I don't care if you already have these ones. <laughs> this is yes? on you. And just like, bail I, out of the room. Like, okay, like, the drive parallel card, it's cool. It's very pretty, but I think they should have actually made him, like, a legit car. I mean, if you get what I mean. Well, no, it's, it's based on concept, concept art for a car. No, no, yeah, but, like, I think for his chemi form, they should have actually made him, like, the Trideron. So I think that would have been cool. Yeah, it's fine. I see what you're saying, yeah. And then they yeah. could have left that wheel design for Mach, because now they're too similar. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what bugs me. All right, Wait, does he have... This has a hand? Okay. All right, well, anyways, <laughs> it's been kind of a short news week normally, so Gar has taken the liberty of filling the rest of our news week for this episode with some Ultra and Kaiju stories, so take it away. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you, Ichi. Alrighty, let's get on to this. I was going to make this the weekly news update, but I felt like not being Norm MacDonald this weekend. And again, <laughs> I don't even think Norm MacDonald wants to be Norm MacDonald right now. I mean, yeah. So, up first, uh, Hideki Ano shares his love for the show Ultraman Taro. 
uh, for those that don't know, Hideki Anno, Evangelion, the Shin Trilogy, Quadrilogy, if you want to include the rebuild movies. Uh, he, he attended the Super I Film Festival, showcased some episodes of Ultraman Taro, and basically talked about how he loved the show, despite the fact that his fellow children's at the time children i say when he was like 13 when the show came out uh basically just ignored it because it was too childish and they preferred shows like ultraman ace and all that little do they realize ace came before taro by one year so it's basically they were all into it one year the next year gone lovely all right uh that's pretty much it for that news story. I just wanted to bring it up because it, it, it's Anno. Yeah. Oh. All right. Ooh. Pop up ad. Uh, but speaking of Showa era ultra, uh, ultra heroes, uh, we got a new addition to the Ultra Action Figure line, which is Ultraman Leo. Uh, Ultraman Leo comes from the planet L77. He's got Seven. Yeah, he is a martial artist. Uh, the Leo nun- Nunchaku, as mm. they're called. He's also super ugly. That, that's Aww. that's a you problem, Lane. Yeah, no. Him and his partner Astra, they're like two of the ugliest ultras I've ever seen. Lane, they're from a different planet, of course. Yeah. They look different. Stop being so fucking that's xenophobic. Racist. They look stupid. Yeah, exactly. That's racist. Uh. The figure has 18 points of articulation. Don't be spacist. Uh, don't, be, don't be spacist, Lane. Don't be ultraist. Ultraist. Don't be an ultraist, Lane. Uh, yeah, 18 points of articulation, costing 2,530 yen, coming out January 20th. And this figure will get more action than I do that weekend. <laughs> okay, calm down there, buddy. Jesus. That was the one. That was two of the jokes I came up with. I needed to use it. I'm glad someone burst it out of the. <laughs> All right, uh, more toy news. We got some Blazar Stones new generation star sets. Uh, they are, I believe, two sets. Wow. Yes. Oh, those are pretty. Yeah, so instead of being black with the traditional color, they are white with uh, the Ultra Signature colors. Set 1 includes uh, stones for Blazar, Ginga, Victory, Orb Origin, Jeed Primitive, Rose of Flame, Blue Aqua, and Ultra Woman Grigio. While set number 2 includes Decker, Flash Type, Trigger Multi-Type, get back to your photo, uh, Zet Original Form, Zero, Ultraman X, Taiga, Titus, and Fuma. Uh, both these sets will be going for 2,640 yen and will be coming out February 10th. Also, as of this episode, Ultraman Blazar has finally come to an end. Yeah, I gotta catch up. <laughs> or rather, the show the show has ended. The movie comes out next month. Cool. Cool. Alright, moving on to some candy toy news. Uh, the ninth wave of the super movable Ultraman toy line for the candy toy stuff. I'm not really sure what they're called. Shodo, Shodo. It's like the Shodo line. Like yeah, Kamen Rider, I, but with I always just called them candy toys. It's 
I th- I know I know that one of the series previously was called Soto Stage. Yeah, it's like that. So, uh, Wave 9 consists of the original Ultraman, Jack, Astra, you know, the other Ultra from Planet L77, Lane. Yep. Uh, Rebute. It, it's not ugly. Lane. They, 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 were... <laughs> they all look like Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this discussion on Ultra Ranger before. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rebute and uh, Shining Zero. Uh, there's also an extra set which comes with all their accessories and such. Oh. Uh, for Rebute, he gets two, which is his shield and spear. And for Zero, it comes with the Ultra Aegis armor so that you can make ultimate Shining Zero. Wait, that didn't sound right. <clears throat> ultimate Shining Zero. That sounds better. Uh, and one of them just comes, comes with a plane. Yep, Ultraman comes with the uh, Jet VTOL, I believe. No, does it? It doesn't look like it's part of it. Maybe it's a part of another set. Huh. Uh, yep, coming out in June this year, costing about 7,928 pack. Well, not a pack, but like a case. 10 pieces. Uh, but that's not all. They are also coming in with the first ever wave of monsters uh, for the show, though, line. Because, you know, these Ultras, you know, after nine waves, I think the Ultras need someone to fight outside of Juggler's Juggler. That's, that's fair. Gomra, my boy. Yep, so mostly based on the original Ultraman show, you have Gomra, Red King, who is not red, moving on, Alien Bolton, <laughs> and Mephilus. Mephilus. Uh, no, 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 no. Red King is like Red Death from How to Train Your Dragon and is not red. It's one of those things where it, the name came first and the design worked afterwards, and it was like, oh shit, it's not red. I love Fuck this, it, keeping the title. I love this one shot of, I guess, I think is Baltan, just the one shot of him with just like his arms down by his sides. He just looks like, what the fuck am I doing here? You <laughs> just turn I, into the monarch there. Why do I have claws? Guys, don't leave without me. <laughs> when your friends start driving off and they don't realize you're in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're also coming out for June, coming out for 6,600 yen, which I believe, sorry if you hear my mess, they are cheaper than the Ultra Set. So that's nice that they're cheap. Uh, if you get multiple Boltons, you can army build. Uh, yeah, they're fully articulated. They look nice. They're really tiny, though. They're like two inches, three inches tall. Okay. So if you want like a Gomer for your desk, but you don't want like a hulking thing or something that has articulation, there you go. This other monster looks like a sentient husk of corn. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Red King. <laughs> That's, that's that's Red King. Red corn. Red corn. <gasps> that's it. He's the king of red corn. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that like someone's name corn. from like Yeah, King of, king the, of the Hill. Hill John Redcorn. Yeah, okay. John Redcorn. Hey John Redcorn, have you ever celebrated <laughs> Thanksgiving? We did. Once. <laughs> Wow. 
All right, moving on to some Godzilla news. Uh, IDW, who currently owns the rights to the Godzilla comics, is releasing is uh, they are releasing a gigantic 70th anniversary one shot consisting of a hundred pages. Hey, hello, oh. this Godzilla's got none checks too. It's a subway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it'll consist of nine original stories by creators uh, uh, Jones, Jolie Jones. I'm not sure how to pronounce that first name. It's like Joe, but there are like two eyes above it. So like Jolella, Jolella Jones, Joel, Joel, Joel Jones. Thank you, Jones. Uh, yeah, Joel. Michael W. Okay, uh, Michael W. Conrad, Matt Frank, of course. Uh, James Stroke, Stroke, Stroke. I don't know. Or Stoka, Stoke. I would have pronounced it Stoko or Stokoe. I have no idea. Oh. Uh, I don't know these people. Not important. Uh, Adam, Adam Gorman, and Dan, D- Dan Didito, and many, many, many more. A little blurb basically says, Celebrating 70 years of Godzilla since 1954, Godzilla has been the king of the monsters, and what better way to celebrate than with a gigantic anthology of tales that get to the heart of Godzilla's lasting popularity. So... Oh, so uh, it's gonna be, like, not just stories about Godzilla, but about, like, people who like Godzilla? I think it's just one-shots featuring Godzilla. But I would like there to be a one-shot in there about the fans. I mean, there's, uh, they're doing that, like, Pokemon show that's not actually about Pokemon, but about someone playing the game. Yeah, that got s- fan-subbed. Two episodes of that got fan-subbed. I'm still waiting for the rest of that. I really like this last uh, cover. I was about to say, this oh. last one looks like a wanted poster. It looks really nice, though. <laughs> Godzilla, wanted. Dead or alive. That sort of sounds like something that you would hear in that analog horror thing, man in the street. Yeah, I know, it does. It was like when uh, Sanji had a wanted poster for a bit in One Piece where it, his was only only alive. Fun fact, did you know that in the Gokaiger opening, when it showed their uh, wanted signs, it kept going higher and higher, and once they killed the prince off, uh, it updated for the last time that where in the group shot instead of saying like 70 zenny or whatever it was unlimited oh, yeah with a with a sword in the middle of like the one poster basically being like i don't care how much i i will pay you guys kill these motherfuckers pretty much <laughs> they're still around go kaiger space yeah. one piece thanks one piece thanks one piece Alright, uh, moving on to some American Godzilla news. Uh, Godzilla Kong, the new Empire's release date, has been pushed upwards for once, not pushed down. <laughs> so, originally releasing on April 12th, it will now be releasing on March 29th. I genuinely don't yeah. remember the last time I heard about a new a movie's release date being pushed forward instead of pushed back. Uh, Avengers I feel like it happened. War. Oh yeah, yep. It was by like it a got week. Got released like two weeks early or one week early. Wow. I think the Mario two got released a few days earlier. Well, I don't, originally... I don't know if a few days counts because that's just like oh early access, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this movie will be taking uh 
the movie Mickey Seven's place in release schedule. And uh, this is basically, from what I understand, so that they don't compete with Sony's Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. I hate that title. That's okay. Mickey Mouse has had 16 other movies. They can wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Adam Wingard's Back to the Direct. This is the fifth movie in the MonsterVerse. Uh, Monarch just wrapped up, so if you want to go watch yeah, I know, that. everybody watched the show. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. <laughs> Skull Island's a thing, if you're curious. It's... A... Wait for a second season. If... I watched it, and it's it's one of those movies where one of those shows where it ends on a cliffhanger. It's like, come on, guys, you could have just made it self-contained. I love cliffhanger. No, don't don't do a cliffhanger for the first season. <laughs> if you know, if you okay, this is this is going out to everyone out there. If you know if you're you, getting season two, if you know you're only getting one season, and their story sort of. And the first storyline that you're working on. You know, just like Scott, the new Scott Pilgrim story did. Yeah, yeah. They didn't intend on a second season, so it condensed storyline. If you get renewed for a second season, you can keep going. Always have a backup plan. Hell, even with my show, if I don't get past one season, that's fine. Because I at least have one entire storyline done. All right. With the so with the release of Godzilla Kong: The New Empire, yes, the X is silent. Uh, Thank you for clarifying. I was also, wondering. Yeah, uh, Adam Wingard confirmed it when saying it, so it's like there, the X is silent. Moving on. Uh, we're also getting two new MonsterVerse or MonsterVerse, bleh, two new monster arts uh, for Kong and Godzilla, and yes, they're just repaint slash slightly retools from the gvk ones he doesn't come with, uh, he doesn't come with the gauntlet <laughs> i feel like there's going to be one that comes with the gauntlet later on accessory oh, pack yeah these are sort of essentially like we gotta have something out right now it's like how uh minus one monster arts goji comes with nothing what? Because they wanted a Monster Arts of the New Godzilla out right as the movie comes out. Because these come out in April. Uh, so, Kong is coming out for... Oh. So what you're telling me is this franchise has the wisdom to say we need to put out the merchandise and the figures of our characters while the show, while the content is airing and popular? Yes. Wow. If only Kamen Rider and Super Sentai would take a page out of that book. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this, uh, the Kong is going for 8,250 yen, while the Godzilla, same price, okay. Uh, we'll probably see a pink Goji later on with some other accessories, same with Godzilla, or same with Kong. I feel like they're doing it because they don't want to spoil anything that's going to be in the movie, per se. Uh... That's fair. And from from what I understand, the pink goji that we see in the trailer is more like from what the Playmates toy is showcasing. It's sort of like a powered up form of Godzilla. Like he's gonna evolve into that form. Finally, Super Godzilla. Unless that's already been a thing. Uh, kinda. You I have feel like it has, but I don't arms. know where. He had wings. Godzilla Rose. 
Oh, and um, and Godzilla, King of the Monsters, like when he went burning Godzilla, that was kind of like super. Yeah, he went burning Godzilla. It was a super four. Okay. Uh, the, the Kong look. The Kong looks good. I like the Kong more. He looks more agile. Where Godzilla, I feel like it's just he, it's just Godzilla again. He needs the gauntlet, man. He needs the gauntlet. Yeah, he needs his power glove. Yeah, his be his beast glove. Apparently, it's called. Yeah, his Fist of the Beast King. Lane, it's a Digimon joke. Fist of the Beast King. Kinda, yeah. Which means he's gonna die, like Leon. No. Don't worry, we're set. Well, I mean, have you seen what Kong looks like in this movie? He's fucking old. Man, he was a he was a young little boy in the seventies. I mean, I don't know. We are living in a a world post Digimon twenty twenty where Leomon lived. That's true. That was what proved that that universe was not the Prime Universe, because in the Prime <laughs> Universe, Leomon... Pretty much. Wait, 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 is Leomon dying like a canon event then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so many times. Every time he shows up, because the first time it happened was so, like, heart-wrenching and iconic for the time, they just, just tried to replicate it over and over, and eventually it just became a trend that Leomon always dies. Happens oh, in Tamers. Right. Happens in the X Evolution movie. Oh, that's right. Kari wasn't here the first time Leomon dies. He knew that. <laughs> Has Kari never seen a Leomon die? <laughs> <laughs> the abridged right, is uh, so good. If there's anything this show needed, it's an abridge. Duh. <laughs> I'm in a suit and tie. Plot twist. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, moving on. Uh, the legendary uh, suit maker Keizo Morase uh, is getting a, a is getting a, a honorary award at the Japanese Academy Awards this year. Is it just uh, he, me, or was anyone else's first impression looking at this image Japanese Danny DeVito? Oh my god. You know what? You mention it. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, best known for working on creating the suits for several of the iconic kaiju, such as Godzilla, Mothra, Marin, King Ghidorah, Gamera, a bunch of other ultra monsters back you know, in the day. The, he the shitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Lane, he, 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 he's basically the creator of King Ghidorah. You shut your mouth. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you make Mecha Godzilla. Well, anyone can make a Mecha Godzilla. You know how easy it is to think of, like, okay, what do we do next? Now take a thing right. and roboticize it. Godzilla, but as a robot. But, sir, we did that with Kong back, back when we still could make Kong movies. We had Mechani Kong. I like all well, let's do it with Godzilla. I even like the I even like the Ready Player One version. That one was cool. Funny enough, I've been re re listening to Ready Player One uh, this week. I'm on chapter fifteen. They blew up uh, they blew up Wade's house. The Sixers did. Oh, bastards! I call I them the why. Sixers because they it's suck. The <laughs> they yeah. died. It's kind of weird that that was like such a big deal, and I know that the book got a sequel, but I'm kind of surprised that it didn't spin off into like a million different like spin-off things that take place in that universe. Because I would, I would go for that. 
We, we have that. It's called the internet. It's called Reddit. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, actual, like, official stories. Uh, it's because Ernest Klein kind of kind of sucks as a writer, Emily. I mean... Yeah. I mean... I mean, I love the book. It helped me out through one of my darkest periods, but... It is sometimes hard to really think about that book. <laughs> What about the movie? Do you like the movie? Uh, the movie was movie was alright. I I always personally thought it would be better as a show. I uh, don't know why. Show, but I mean Steven Spielberg, so that's pretty cool. Oh, but think of it this way: without that movie, we pro- Super I probably wouldn't have gotten their asses in gear going to America, filing a lawsuit yeah, against yeah, Chayo yeah. to get the to get the international rights to Ultraman back. And we wouldn't have the Blu-rays on Milk from Milk. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have the Blu-rays. We wouldn't have all the streaming stuff. We wouldn't have the Marvel comics, which are apparently coming back again this year yeah. after taking a year-long fucking hiatus, which I don't mind. We got Radiant Black and Infernal Girl Red. I am dragging this out. I am sorry. Hey. Uh, move, moving on to our last two news stories, since they sort of coincide together. So, uh, in Japan, we were. Japan got Godzilla minus one, minus color. It is a black and white, uh, not retool, like edit. Yeah, I yeah. Say edit. So, so yeah, like, yeah, it's like according. Yeah, to it's a re-edit. People, apparently, according to what a lot of people have said, is that like it's not just they put it in black and white. Like it's actually like desaturated and stuff like that, made it like grainy to kind of make it look like of the time. Which, that's actually kind of fucking cool, <laughs> if it is. So. Apparently yeah. one week only. For now. Uh, yeah, one week only, because uh, you know what else was supposed to be for one week? The initial run for Godzilla Minus One, which yeah. will finally be ending its one week uh, limited screening on February 1st. Yeah, so it was only supposed to be in theaters in, like, the North America for a week. It stayed in theaters for two months. <laughs> just wait until it comes out on, like, digital download, and then you can just throw it into an editing software and apply the minus color filters yourself. Well, actually, I think... I think... Some, who who saved... Lane, was it you that saved the uh, black and white image? Oh, yeah. Uh, let me find that. Yeah. yeah. Uh... So yeah, uh, the movie's grossed over $100 million. It's now the highest grossing foreign film from Japan to be released internationally. Whoa. Uh, it's Crazy. nominated for a bunch of Oscars. There we go. So yeah, Lane just sent a picture in the Discord. You can see the actual minus color is actually different from just putting a black and white filter over the movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie was so good. Dave Filoni invited the director to Lucas to Lucas Ranch. Skywalker or, Ranch. Yeah, Skywalker Ranch. That's it. Uh, Star Skywalker Wars Land. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> where, where he took a bunch of photos. He's like, "Look, it's the baby from Mandalorian. Look, it's Cetrpia, Darth Vader." This movie has now become like, like I'm not just saying it because I also love the movie. This is now like the definitive Godzilla movie. Yeah, it's the best Godzilla movie ever made. <laughs> exactly. I knew I knew I need to see it. 
Oh my god, like, it, it changes you so like, much. Like, it blew my mind when, okay, so me, Lane, Sel, and Paul, all four of us went to go see it opening weekend. Yep. And I was expecting at least Sel, because Sel was like the bigger movie guy of us, despite he's me. He's the most critical so, of all of us. Yeah, he's the most like critical of all of us. So I was expecting after the movie, he was going to say like one or two nitpicks. He had no complaints. Yeah, no, no notes. He loved it just as much as we did. Yeah, he had no notes. Yeah. So it blew my mind just as we were leaving the theater. All four of us like love this movie. Oh, God. And it's unfortunate that Seven cannot go see it because for some reason they haven't shown minus one other East Asian countries, I believe. Oh, weird. Like, like it, it's weird. It's bizarre. So far, there's no release on home media, but I believe we'll probably get one down the road. Amazon Prime, I heard, is the rumor going around. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially it for the Ultra News for this week. Sorry it felt like a lot, but I basically had to cover last week's and this week's. No, it's all good. I literally had two news stories this week anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, we ended up spending like an hour and a half on Free Cure. We can do that for Ultraman and Kaiju stuff. That's more Tokusatsu than Free Cure is. Oh, and right, also, just as just just actually some breaking news. Ultraman is currently trending on Twitter. Does it's it, not like Blazer ended it? this week. <laughs> so, yeah, Ultraman Blazer ended. I am leaving Twitter before I get spoiled for it. Um, so, I unfortunately didn't have time to watch the episodes or our feature topic oh. for... Uh, I'm in school, so I had, to fo- I had to focus on classwork. Understood. However, I do have a substitute in, so Ichi, if you don't mind uh, bringing in Jerry, Jerry. into the chat. Oh shit! Uh, I should be able to unmute there. Jerry. All right. oh. Hello. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> I'm not sick anymore. Hey. All right. So all of you have a good time with the episode, and I'll see you all next week for. It's legendary. Caught up. Yeah. So now we want to be caught up, but I'll also be at Ichi's place, so my quality of mic may sound better. Hmm? And we'll be talking about High School Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So see you all next week, guys. Ciao. Bye for now. See ya. Bye. Bye for now. All righty. legendary death will never die. Oh, do you not like it? <laughs> oh, no, I like it. Just... All right. Let's talk about Gotchard. You know I'm still here, Jerry. <gasps> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Gotchard time. It sure is nice to see this high schooler actually at high school for once in how many episodes? Okay, but like so much serious shit came went down. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be in school right now. Oh, I know, so I know. 
Also, no one, no out. one knows. Uh, no one knows Minato Sensei anymore. The sisters and Guryan had taken over the school area, and they changed the password on the door. I mean, I have a crackpot theory about Minato and Guryan. Minato has some Brother? shit going on. I, I, I don't want to immediately resort to always oh, just being mind controlled because it doesn't feel like that. It, they clearly have some sort of history together. As we see in the flashback, Garyon used to be part of the academy. For for some reason, I was thinking, I just thought they were either brothers or friends. It feels like they were like peers at the academy. Um, and also, like based on what they talk about, Garyon wanting to do it, are we really just going to have a simple "I want to rule the world" kind of villain? Is is that the end game of Gar what Garyon's doing? He wants to use Kemi to conquer the world. I was hoping for something more interesting in our main villain, but we'll or see Matt how the show Alchemist. goes. Or Matt Alchemist in this case. Yeah. So, I think I said a couple episodes ago that I really wanted to see, like, uh, Gotcha Daybreak wield two of, like, the guns. And he did and it. he fucking did he got it. it. He fucking dual-wielded them. And I was like, yeah! I, I, so it, cool. It wasn't super clear if it was, like, he has two or he just took Hotaro's. You know what I mean? But I'm so happy he did that because he looked so badass. It was pretty cool. I didn't know I needed it. I'm happy it happened. And then just uh, completely out of nowhere, he just has the idea to use Jungle Gen and Raidenji to make a fucking wrestling ring made of electricity. Yeah, an electric wrestling ring. It was so cool. <laughs> we got Air Wrestler again for like a, a second. Did you, second. I hope I you enjoyed those five seconds suit. that you saw it. <laughs> They didn't get rid of the suit yet. Although, the fact that we saw what I'm going to describe as Aparescebo's fire in the next episode preview tells me maybe we'll see a fire version of Ant Wrestler. Ooh. That, that sounds plausible, honestly. When the moon Malgum like kidnapped everybody, when it kid when it kidnapped Rene, um, it just like hooks her like and drags her off stage. I fucking love the awkward stage hook. <laughs> Yoink! Exit stage this way. <laughs> Exit stage <laughs> left. Yeah, that was weird. I was a bit confused by it. It was so sad that like Savimaru goes over to what's her face and okay. she's like, well, I can't. yeah, she's like, I can't make money off of being an alchemist anymore. And Savimaru's like, so we, we can't hunt for chemis anymore. And I'm like, aww, why, <laughs> why guy. Of course, I'm not surprised that Renge's endgame in being an alchemist was to use it to make money. Someone hasn't watched Full Metal Alchemist, apparently. I really mm -hmm. want to find out more about Renge, and I, I would love for there to be some actual worthwhile reason why she needs so much money. It's not just she's money hungry, like she has to like pay a debt and oh. like save her family or some shit like that. You know, do you know what she's gonna end up being? I'm calling this right now. She's gonna be like an alchemist idol. <laughs> oh God. Watch that happen. <laughs> Idolchemist? Uh, yeah, he's gonna be an idol that's focused around alchemy. She's <laughs> gonna do it. It's also nice that this episode we got to see Hotaro actually do alchemy. That's true. I know, right? I mean, we saw him do it in the movie. 
which we also talked about or will talk about in this episode but yeah what, what we will talk about yeah we're not there yet um so basically we find out that daybreak <laughs> is a time traveler as we've been talking about uh and he's like he he tries to offer hotaro the his own gotcha igniter so he can use it to power up but hotaro decides to be stubborn and says he won't accept his help he wants to develop yeah, his powers on his own on his- yeah. which is admirable that yeah so instead daybreak gives him the time lord card and sends him on a quest backwards through time and of course this is where we Wait, find out old? what what the deal was with uh young hotaro having met hopper one before the first oh, thing is I that i love how it's not just with hopper one but he's also playing with tiny steamliner the baby steamliner was so toy, by the way. weirdly cute so cute, so itchy. That's, like, that's an actual you know, toy. Oh yeah, I bet. And then he okay, could do so, alchemy like really well as a kid, and you know, so, he got goggles from his dad. Yeah, apparently his dad wears goggles a lot, and he's not allowed to his have his own. Long protagonist. We're gonna. So, yeah, no, uh, that that toy. You you put a you put a car you put a, it comes like a plastic uh, chemi card. And like you wind it back, and the steam on it moves. Nice. That's so cute. Yeah, we also got the little tiny X fortress. He's so cute. It's adorable, <laughs> and I need it on my desk right now. I, can I just say I love that Rene's dad is like super fucking tight with the the X chemis, yeah. and he just uses the X chemis. I'm like, that's fucking badass, right? <laughs> but Hotaro cool. does like the biggest failure at being stealthy ever, and that he just he just eats the ground and goes so far that he no. throws his shoe. <laughs> Gotcha literally tells him before he goes like back in time, don't make contact with your past self. It's not going to end well. And what is and... the first fucking thing he does? Aha, uh-huh, I found this is my, I found my younger self. Now to rob myself. Shit. Yeah. Also, the first thing this man does. Okay, I need to be sneaky. I need to take my goggles from myself. And oh no, plot convenient slipping. Man rolled the um, hardest nat one of his whole life. Also, yeah, we just just run in immediately fail. <laughs> I, I feel. But no, so it's okay. He's it's all good in the end. Even though he does touch himself. I feel so uh, stupid. No, no. Uh, I feel so stupid. Because like he he like gets like a memory like when he got the memory of X from X Rex of like him like with Hopper One when he was a kid he's like huh I wonder why I don't remember remember that and then they show what like how why he doesn't remember and I'm just like Duh, of course because when they, they, yeah, they when, have memory interacting powers. with Kevies so they, I'm like I'm yeah. a dumbass when they <laughs> talked about that. I said on that week's cast ranger, so clearly the alchemist erased his fucking memories. Yeah, but also that also proves that the memory erase is is only surface level, um, and that the memories still exist within them somewhere, which I'm sure will be used to restore the memories of like everybody at the end of the show or something. Probably he's gonna have a rude awakening when he gets his memories back. The one thing that they haven't fully explained about this whole scene is, let's remember that when he traveled back in time, he also traveled into the Ouroboros world, which we also haven't seen in a while. What what they didn't explain is why young Hotaro is in Ouroboros world. 
I feel I like his dad worked there because he can also do alchemy. So, like, where did he learn that from? Yeah, his dad's an alchemist. No, he, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've been saying his dad's an alchemist. Probably. I bet you, I bet you anything. It is full metal alchemist. It's just Hohenheim again. I, yeah, no, I bet you it's Hotaro's dad and Rene's dad fucking like went to alchemy school together. Yeah, and Garyon. <laughs> they were all like buddies, like the previous generation. Oh my god, they're like Harry Potter with the freaking like Lupin, uh, James Potter. The Marauders? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna say the Dawn Warriors from Final Fantasy V, but sure, that works too. The Alchemizers. No. There you go. Uh, yeah. So we see the confrontation between Fuga and Garion. We discover the reason Fuga is outed as a traitor is because Garion fucked up the memories of the leaders of the Alchemist Academy. You gotta admire the absolute simplicity of a plot where any sort of mystery or plot contrivance just can be easily explained by simply ha the show having the ability to alter memories. Because now they can say anything and then later tell us, oh, that turned out to not be true because we fucked with people's memories. There was like this really freaky part where Garyon was attacked by Sabo Needle. And he just pushes the needles out of him and then holds up like a Syriac Harris animation wad. And <laughs> that <it> was freaky. <laughs> Although it that ended up freaky. getting... It ended up getting shattered, yeah. but I'm wondering if like it, that's it, the it, thing it, that he eventually turns into his gold Rubik's Cube. Oh, maybe. The gold Rubik's Cube spawns like a million eyeballs. I'm out. <laughs> fucking out. I'm fucking out. It's, it's just, totally going it's to do that. Okay. What if he eventually turns that into his rider powers? Itchy, you joke, but that's probably gonna happen. His gimmick's a cube. Yeah, he's like a rider with like gold cube theme. It could oh happen. He's a geoger. Nope, that's oh. totally happen. He'll be he'll be called Common Rider Gary on and you'll be pissed. Fucking probably. <laughs> Common Rider Cubics. Oh god. No. Fuck you, man. Alchemy. Alchemy for, for, everyone. for everyone. I used to genuinely love that show, though. I did, too. I mean, Cubix was cool looking. Yeah, so the confrontation happens. Blah, blah, blah. Young Hotaro jumps in. Normal Hotaro also jumps in to pr protect his younger self. And then Flash, everyone's gone. Normal Hotaro wakes up. Young Hotaro gives him the goggles. That he needs in order to alchemize his own gotcha igniter and then we see that young otaro gets his brain blasted i also did like the effect when like time lord like just like warps hotaro he's like <laughs> i loved Sucked it when in. like hotaro immediately breaks the rule the one rule he was told and like put yeah. like cut contacts his younger self and then you see the time lord car just go fuck ah! yeah stop yeah. i'm spleen I, you had I, one I like, job yeah. I feel like he put him. He brought him back to the present because, like, because he was like getting damaged. So he's just like, "No, fuck right, this shit. You I'm got done. The thing. We're fucking leaving." Yeah, I, I like, I, I like how the card is just straight up called Time Lord. Yeah, no yeah, subtlety oh yeah, or it, pun I, I, or portmanteau. It's just Time Lord. No, I have a Time Lord card. <laughs> I'm just the doctor. Pretty much. 
Uh, so yeah, I we basically it. find out that Gotcha Daybreak is Hotaro from the future. Uh, no, to no surprise to anyone. He's from like a dark future where apparently Gurion will take over specifically half the world. I, Not I have, all of it. I have to say, out of, the, out of the three most popular possibilities, I think that was the least popular because people were also saying that he could be Gotcha's son or Hotaro's father. But it turned out to be neither of those. That. It was just himself from the future. They they future trunk the man the myth the legend they future trunks them yeah this is from an alternate that's pretty much what he was oh, yeah everyone everyone you know and love d dies <laughs> and I'm alone yeah it just made me think of I'm not gonna lie it just made me think of Rex from the Lego Movie too I haven't seen that <laughs> but I, yeah so yeah, yeah. so Otaro gets the goggles from his younger self that are apparently the base component of the gotcha igniter and for once in his fucking life actually does alchemy and creates his own new power and, and, and for once ever the goggles do something you made the goggles <laughs> useful the goggles do something that's a quote from the oh digimon abridged yep and then he's they a goggle boy in spirit they yeah. immediately go to test it in the fighting quarry yeah <laughs> So and yeah, I and love the lights on the igniter and the the um standby beat a lot. I think it's yeah. really cool. Oh yeah. So, so we get we we get fire gotchard. But she I'm not Okay, so most cool. of the suit I'm okay with. I am not a huge fan of the giant fucking engines jutting I out the back. I knew you would not be a fan of the fucking... Darn it, I kind of love the engine. That's my favorite part of the suit. Here's the thing. It is Here's so the thing. fucking cool. Here's the thing. The actual, like, emitter in the middle on his back where the flames come out of, that's fine. But the four, like, engines sticking out the back, I feel like could have been no. better placed. I feel like no, two on the great. shoulder and two on the thighs would have been perfect. The oh, new yeah. character's the best part. His rider kick was so fucking cool. I will say. I, I love how he chained himself to the ground yeah. to charge it up. As much of. That was crazy. The rest of the suit is fine. And while I have mixed feelings on the suit itself, the Hisatsu? Fucking awesome. He literally yeah, rider kicked him a kilometer off into the distance. Chains himself down, readies his own engine to the to this, fastest point. Breaks the chains and just full on just destroys this moon. I you know, and it makes a giant explosion way in the distance I too. I fucking love that the ex you actually see it from the other's perspective where the explosion happens like a kilometer off in the distance. So fucking good. <laughs> so cool. Oh, but before, and now it turns before, out the alchemists are the alchemists are going to meet in the restaurant now. Before all that happens, I will say one thing that the Moon Malgam did that was really fucking awesome, but woefully underplayed, was the fact that it ripped open the sky and started yeah, dropping moons. A bunch of moons. I feel like that we didn't focus like on that like enough. A Kirby boss would do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It felt like something a Kirby boss would do, like a final boss in a Kirby game. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, the Moon Malgam said three days remain. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that was the obvious reference. I'm sorry. Did we? I, if we haven't already, we need to have a shop of the Moon Mogum with the Majora Moon on it. 
yeah, so the moon Mulgum's permanently dead and the card gets captured. And once Daybreak says his last spiel, he's just fucking gone. And yeah, we'll see him again. Uh, now that they're expelled from the school, the main characters are all making Ichinose's kitchen their home base. The, the Kitchen Ichinose Alliance. No shit. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Now we just have to have Majed debut next episode and Comrade Valverad, and that'll be the new status quo. Yep. Pretty much. Hooray! Majed's finally going to be a thing in the show. I love I love the moon card. It's so cool. I like when he gets it back and it just he just looks at it and just goes moon. 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 Stop mocking me. <laughs> I love that. All right. So yeah, we have our debut of Fire Gotchard. I, th- I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. I'm sad Daybreak won't be around anymore, probably. He'll be, he'll be back. He'll be back he'll like one more time someday. Yeah. Now it's legendary. I could probably be like, oh, I'm going to warn you, uh, something, uh, this uh, last minute evil force is going to pop up or something like that. Someone, someone took over me and it's, his name's, his name's Gotchard Black. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Gotcha, gotcha, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's just Dragon right. Ball, guys. It's just Dragon Ball. Oh, there it is. Ah, that's, that's amazing. Terrifying. <laughs> that is so fucking good. That's so Thanks, good. Kaguya. Thank you, Kaguya. Nice. All right. Hey, take us in. Uh, oh, guy, Buzo. I okay. knew you would enjoy. Okay. Okay. Rubberuckins. Rubbly's Husty. Lovarez Husty. This is the whole episode. Okay. No. Can we can we talk about? I thought these were behind the scenes photos of just Rackulies' actor just being like fucking a silly butt. No, it was actually no. Rackulies. It was in the episode of him doing it. And I'm like. Ladies, Best character. Ladies and Best gentlemen, character. we have entered Silly Racules era. I love it, and I'm here <laughs> for it so much. And it's just like it. it's 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 just like um when he when he does the eliminated, he does that face and it plays a sound effect that sounds like the it's gutsman. Da-da. Da-da. <laughs> <laughs> just freaking I love it. He's like he's doing that, and then Rita just goes, Okay, you're done, stop. Alright. Yep. <laughs> So, if Rackles is apparently being passed around the different countries for doing odd jobs, as the opening tells us, I'm super curious and hopeful that over the next episodes we get to see what weird, stupid bullcrap the other kings make him do. Oh, I'm afraid what Kaguragi's <laughs> gonna do with them. Just the fact that we're like, oh, he tells a secret about the best way arc of power that can hopefully beat Dagdead. And it's like, oh, you must, you know, unite as one. It's like, okay, let's unite as one. So, and how do you figure even, that out? Even like their temporary little thing manages to throw a laser pointer out of the planet and hit Tagged in the face. Here's the thing, though. I feel like we are all, after the huge fucking plot reveals over the last few episodes, we already were at a point of 
the power that Dagdead gave to Rackley's is our trump card, our ace in the hole, the, the, the immortal slaying power that Yanma then copies to the other Ogre Calibers. And then this episode decides to introduce another super amazing secret god-killing power that's been here the whole time, totally. Although, so I will good. say that if this power did exist in 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 the in the, the symbols of rule that the kings have this also kind of answers another question that we weren't able to answer prior i think you lane were asking at some point why rackley's bothered to try and conquer the other kingdoms i think mm -hmm. it was to obtain these proofs so that he could use their oh. powers yeah okay no i would make sense so like he yeah Rackley's like reveals like oh okay yeah you guys also have like a sacred treasure from like 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 they like Shigatam has the crown so like I know they're not they weren't gonna do it because like we only have like four five episodes left but oh I was really thinking oh are we gonna get like super forms for the other king ogres like we do Kuwagata Ogre and I'm just like that'd be so sick if they all I, I want that still I'm I holding was, out for it I would love if they did but it is also very trained. late in the show for us to pull that out yeah, yeah exactly like it's one of those like it would be badass as fuck if they did it but they're not gonna do it they could do what they did like in Sweet Precure and have it show up in like the last two episodes Maybe it's not completely yeah, off the yeah. table. Pull like a pull like a Tokyo Rainbow or something like that. Maybe it's like once they've activated all of them. Oh. Yeah, but for now the best we got is the Ryoga Sun. Mm-hmm. Which he can do when he gets his memorial. But one. uh, we already kind of. I will say, as much as I just complained about it, we do kind of have precedent for this because they mentioned that one of these super secret amazing powers is Rita's freezing technique. Which we've seen before. Yep. It seems yep. that they're all elemental because Yanma has lightning powers and I love it. Yeah. I, I They don't really talk about it a lot, but I've sort of attributed different elements to the King Ogre power sets. Yanma's is lightning. Rita's is ice. Kagaragi's is fire because whenever you see Hachi Ogre do his Hisatsu, the bees gather yeah, up on fire. his sword and there's fire. Um... Himeno, I guess, would be like nature because her kingdom is about flowers. That's uh, what I would guess. Oh no! And then for Shugatam, I guess it would be either like steam or metal or something to that effect. You know what I mean? And what about Jeremy? Uh, maybe like spider webbing or darkness or earth because they're underground. And don't don't forget Jeremy. Don't just don't just sit here and be like, oh no, who's that guy over there? It's Jeremy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Guy. I'm sorry. Wow, I'm so tired. I sound so like faced out. One thing I noticed about the show is at the end where they were like having their moment of unity and it like showed all the symbols on their symbols of proof. Jeremy oh. didn't get one. There is no like Bugnarok symbol of proof, I guess, unless you want to count the. I guess you could count the Kimono Slayer and the 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 gun whose name I'm blanking on because it he did technically get, technically get all that stuff handed down to him from his mom. The, the glowing implies it's probably the Slayer. 
Venom, yeah, that's what it showed when they the put Venom all their shooter, pieces yeah. together. That was, that was what was glowing. Oh, but like my Jeremy, my, my problem is everyone else's emblem played like showed off like visually, but there was none for Jeremy. And I know there is like a Bugnarok emblem. It was the one on all the Bugnarok on Death Narok and Kamijin before he changed before he changed allegiances. So there is a Bugnarok okay. emblem. They could, they could also use the emblem on this on all of the Kumonos powers, but I think there's a difference between like the Ranger power set and the country's proof emblem. I, but then when we see the contract for the alliance, I believe you see the symbol briefly. Yeah, I think that symbol that's on the shooter is on the contract, uh, the alliance contract. Oh man, uh, Daybreak Caster just posted. You can actually get all of the symbols. Oh yeah, yeah you I can buy like yeah. you can buy them and stuff. I, I I fully expect those all to be purchasable on Premium Bandai. I do really like the spider emblem. The tag on the plushie had it too, and yeah. I can't believe I bought a Jeremy plushie. I just I just miss him having the, Jeremy's great. I miss him using the gun and then going fake. <laughs> no, but it's like after watching like. All of these Sentais and never getting the plushies, always being like, I, I can't bring myself to do it. You love Jeremy. For some reason, I, I got Jeremy. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, they're talking about all these proofs, and Yama decides to get up in Rackley's face because he still hasn't forgiven him for all of the times that Rackley's was aggressive against him and Enkasopa, which is perfectly understandable. Yep. Um... So Rackley's mentions these power sets and then proposes that they pick a leader, which sets off the rest of the episode. Oh, uh, cut to all six of them with little balloons and, and squeaky hammers. Oh. And they just start playing a Mario Party minigame to find out who the leader is. Guys, yeah. I thought it was so fucking mean that they all of them uh, targeted Gira first. Oh, yeah, they just Gira. jump on him and knock him out right away. Rude. You fucking dicks. It's so funny because, like, this whole show is about, like, their unity and strength and everything, but yet they still conspire against each other yeah. whenever they can. They're still selfish assholes. The funny thing and about that is the fact that they all immediately targeted Gira means they all deep down know that Gira is the leader. They know he's the main character, yeah. Fucking Kagaragi with his, though, was the Oh my god, putting, like, um, images of, of Jimeno's friends and family on there, including Papa. several different pictures of Back Sebastian. His actual form. <laughs> including when he was Romaine. And then just replacing oh. it with a painted fruit, or at least that's what it looked like. And I'm like, this is absolutely cheating! Why is the referee not calling this? It's Kagaragi Dabowski! <laughs> Who do we want? Oh, it's so fun. Speaking, speaking of the referee. Yeah, if you look, yes, if you look in the rule book of any any game in existence, there's a footnote that says, unless you're Kagaragi the best. <laughs> hey, to be fair, to be fair, Jeremy uh, tempted Rita with Mofoon. Yeah. I know, I was kind of disappointed in Jeremy. Like, you know better than that. You, you're past your troll phase. Jeremy has never passed his troll phase, and I kind of respect you know it. What, but you know what? That's that's fair. You're right. I, I kind of, I begrudgingly respect it. I also just realized that the plot of Airbud would have also worked with Kagaragi Dabowski now that I said that. <laughs> There's no rule that says that Kagaragi can't play basketball. 
on Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy threatening Rita with the Mofoon. That was fucking. I was yeah, that's what that you Jeremy, <laughs> dick move. That was clever, but I'm not happy with him. I'm making him a sad face at him. <laughs> Speaking of the referee, the corner, Jeremy. absolutely the highlight of the episode was the various faces made by Rackley's as. Not only the contest started, but then everyone started getting disqualified. Yeah. And then it would play the sound effect every time. I loved it. Best character. <laughs> Best character. Yeah. It, it then it goes from silly antics to a wrestling match. They legitimately start wrestling, including Jeremy making a fucking ring made of spider web. Yeah. Okay, but this week's theme was impromptu wrestling arenas. Suddenly wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, there's the episode and, and name. And then suddenly sport fights. Yep, suddenly wrestling. Okay, they didn't Can really... Can the future topic have a random wrestling arena? Because I, I didn't actually watch it. Uh, no, I don't think so. There Darn was... it, that would have been... Yeah. Um, so, we'll t it, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but I think what happened here is, when everyone started getting more aggressive, I think that was the result of Hirubiru. Because we see where Dagdad comes back and they start wishing him happy rebirthday, and now he's just fucking pissed. It's like, all right, we're not killing yeah, like, them he, anymore. He just celebrates. Yeah, he celebrates his birthday by attacking all the subordinates. So now apparently he doesn't want to just kill all of Chiku. He wants to add them to his collection, and apparently that involves encasing the population in amber. And I love that there's this one comment like. Oh, are we going to leave them alive? No, of course not. What no, kind of despair? What kind of freak has a living collection? Meanwhile, cut to me and my living Pokedex collection. Awkward. Yeah, he, he wants question to be the most desperate specs ever. My figures are alive to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Hiru, he he powers up Hirubiru, or at least that's what it looks like, because he's just like got his hand on her, pulsing energy into her. So I, they didn't explicitly say so, but I believe that gave her the ability to just mass hypnotize people without whispering in their ear, because we cut to at one point all of Shugatam just fucking fighting with each other, and I think that's the same thing that happened to the kings, because that's what causes them to just give up the contest and just start fucking fighting each other for real yeah i was wondering through the whole episode whether or not yama was brainwashed because it seemed to go like oh i feel like that's up for interpretation because on one hand when gira punched him it seemed to snap him out of it but like yama didn't feel very out of character that whole deal because like he dipped out mid-contest while everyone was hammering each other. He's just straight up gone for at least five minutes while they're fighting and then comes back in. Yeah, I figured out how to use my power and then starts bathing the world in lightning. Hold on, let's not talk over each other. Sorry. Emily, go ahead. Go ahead, Emily. No, I just said, and then he, like, talks to Heracles about being drunk with power, so that suggests that maybe he wasn't brainwashed? I feel, I, like it could, I feel like it could go either way. I'm not fully convinced one way or the other that he was hypnotized or wasn't. What were you saying, Jerry? I was saying, yeah, you mentioned he came back. Yeah, and proceeds to strike the Shoe Gods and the other kings with lightning. Yeah. 
and he straight up shoved them all off the very, very high platform, and somehow we watch Gira fall to the ground and not die because he's immortal, and I guess we just assume everyone else found a way to survive. Well, that shocked me that he actually pushed him, but I... Now that you remind me that he's immortal, I guess maybe he thought of that? I don't know. I don't know. The The fact that he shoved them all off the platform leads me to believe that he was hypnotized, because I... Yeah, but I don't think you'd do that otherwise. It's it's very I would I agree with your interpretation. I would like to believe that he would not immediately walk out and murder the other kings. I don't think you would do that either. But based on but, the, the speech that he and Rackley's have about being drunk with power afterwards, like you were saying, maybe Yanma just went through a very, very quick villain arc. Like the ten minute villain arc? How long has it been since we last had a mech fight? His very short villain era. Uh, I think it was back when the Shoe Gods resisted Dogdead's control. Okay, how long ago was that? Uh, actually, you, if you want to count the individual Zords, we the episode Ryoga Isen debuted back in thirty nine. They were around. Okay, no, I just mean like full on mech fight. Uh, it was definitely in like the mid thirties. Been a while. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 not only that, but they pulled out base King Oger, not even Legend or Extreme or God. Oh, that too. Yeah. It was nice to see that sequence again. And uh, as we see this, uh, I don't know if that's going to be true for all of them, but apparently another facet of this power of the king's proofs of the king's symbols is that it made king oger literally invincible all of hirubiru's attacks did not connect yeah so yeah com with the power of invincibility paired with their god slaying powers they got from dog dead we are absolutely gearing up to end their tyranny over the universe hell yeah uh oh i don't know if anyone else noticed but there's one shot while uh they're fighting hirubiru down at like city level and like sh i promise i wasn't looking for this but i couldn't help noticing there's one shot where gira's on the floor and hirubiru is like leaning over away from the camera and what i what i am loath to describe as the asshole in her suit is sort of pried open to see uh, no. No. Oh, no. No. There was that one alone. There, <laughs> I promise I wasn't looking for that, but I couldn't help see it. I can't imagine why you would be looking for that, so don't worry. But it's just there's one shot where she's just leaning away from the camera towards Gira on the floor, and you can clearly see a seam in the suit, and you just see like white underneath it. And I'm like, that's where the suit zipped up, I guess. Or maybe it's ripping. Uh, I don't know. She's dead now, so doesn't Go matter. watch the episode and <laughs> yeah, you'll absolutely dead. Go rewatch the episode and you'll absolutely see what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah, anyway, Hirubi is finally for real dead, and I'm so glad because her powers were really fucking annoying. Oh, also, a uh, big win for uh the followers of God Ant this episode because they actually showed it during the King Oger uh, combination sequence. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, I see what you mean. Oh you no. You see it? You see it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I can't unsee that. That's that's the Welcome thing. to my nightmare. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> I will refuse to look watch it to find that part. <laughs> um and I don't know why this is a thing, but apparently Hirubiru dying freed everyone from the amber, even though that wasn't a thing Hirubiru did. Dagda did that. Yeah, that's a good point. Damn Kaguya. There's the shot. That's there it. it. Is. Yep. That's it. Wait, so they actually, you actually found it? Dare I look? No, it's not, it's not bad. It's not graphic. It's just a, a seam in a suit. And there's there's like some white garment on underneath. Oh no, yeah, it's just <laughs> splitting. Right? All hell got in. That's right. Um yes. So they focus the power of the lightning storm into the sword and finish off Hirubiru. Um, and then we get this tense but meaningful conversation between Yanma and Rackley's about being drunk on power and and Yanma decides to change his ways, and he's the one who proposes reforming the Six Kingdom Alliance. No leader. No leader. They're and, all the leader. And apparently that was Rackley's plan all along. Oh, fuck. Because he's a genius. So yeah, it looks like next episode is going to be learning more of the symbol powers. And even though we literally just had an episode where the King Ogers turn into children... Apparently, in this next episode, a couple of them, not physically, but mentally regress into babies. So fucking yeah, that's great. that's so random. Okay. Yep, uh, Gira, Himeno, and Ichi's boy, Yanma. Yeah. We just had this episode where we saw how much of a, not only how much of a badass Yanma is, but how much of a fucking tyrant he can be in the right circumstance. And now we're going to completely that undermine that by turning him into a fucking baby. Yeah, they've been nailing their humor, though. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Although, I have to say, this isn't the first time that a show did a thing and then did a worse version of it literally two episodes later. Yeah, I just see, I just see like, them doing shit like this as just an excuse to just give their the actors, like, kind of more range to act in. Like, oh, I, just to show, like, what they're capable of. I'm <laughs> absolutely on board with us having giving an excuse for Silly Rackley's. Oh, I love it. It's so funny. It's just what the character needed after all this dramatic plot drop. Decker, show show us a picture of Robo Lee's husty. Nobody's husty. Well, here's the thing: is that the the that didn't um Gira have a moment where he pretended to be a robot as well? At least in the fantasy of like it was the same. It was the same suit as Gira Mark II. Dude, oh my so god. So basically it's just genetic that they're Robo-Hasty brothers. So what that tells us Look is that. that after that episode where Yanma dreamed up Gira Mark II, he went and actually made the robot suit and just had it in his closet until this episode. Oh. <laughs> Like I already, I already saw like I already what? saw him, I already saw him with the robot suit on like the week prior. But I didn't know he said Robolis Husty. Nobody fucking Husty. got me. Yeah, that got me, and I was like, "That's the greatest thing." I I've ever swear heard. to God, this this first screenshot that Decker shared from the next episode preview, 
I saw it in very small preview image, and the f I don't know why my first thought was, oh no, Benedict Cumberbatch ate something spicy. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> what? I don't know why, okay. but the small preview image, that's who he looks like. Guess? Kageragi Debasterbatch, I don't know. Debasterbatch. No, oh, those two are living oh, no, there with Jeremy reading them a bedtime Jeremy's story. Jeremy's reading them a bedtime story. <laughs> what? What the? <laughs> I, I, w I wouldn't mind that. Oh, I could. I could. Wow, that sounded, what, that sounded bad. Like, that sounded <laughs> weird. I'm sorry. Listen. No, 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 no. I no, but I mean, love... legitimately, he's a really good storyteller. He, he's the freaky narrator. That's what I meant. Saying, like, yeah. I, would, I would listen to an audiobook. By the no, it's just making me think of the, uh, like, Weird to Mention Lego movie twice, but, like, the video with, I could read the phone book and make it sound oh. interesting. Well, Emily, <laughs> you, weren't he like, you weren't here when we were talking about it, but we found out that Jeremy's actor previously... He was a, apparently a famous Gojo cosplayer on TikTok. <laughs> oh my god, like from the from show? Yeah. yeah, from the from the show with that show. Yeah, and he apparently, yeah, so he was a famous Gojo cosplayer on TikTok. Which means and you can go actually, and follow like, him on TikTok, like, probably. Yeah, you can go follow him on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. <gasps> what? Everyone's got TikTok. I like, I like... Like I guess I technically have an account, but I don't actually post on there. I just sort of like look oh, at things. I don't, I don't make TikToks. I just look at them. I just post yeah. clips from my Twitch streams, and then Dave and Kevin send me videos all the fucking time. Oh yeah, Kevin sends me shit every day. Go Jeremy, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was a very awesome episode of King Oger. Yep, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. All right, I guess you'll be dipping up before we change to the feature topic. Yep, because I am going to absolutely pass out. I can't even oh. words, but thank you very much, guys. Um, okay, <laughs> is that like, um, it's Gura. who is that, a YouTuber? Gura. Oh, yeah, Gua Gura, yeah. Oh, Gura Hasti, I get it. Gura Hasti. Yep, that makes sense. Um, name pun, but... No, thank you guys for everything. Stay safe, take care, and uh, don't know if I'll be on next week, but maybe I I might see you next week. We'll see. Hopefully. Or hear, listen. I there's no sight involved. I'm I'm sorry. I'm 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 digging this whole way too deep. Um, mm -hmm. you're gonna reach the bunker how, how kingdom. Gonna, how, am I, how am I gonna save myself? Um, keep digging. You'll reach. Snail. Keep digging. You'll reach Bugnarok. Now. If you'll have me, then I'll go. All right, bye. <laughs> I'll go to Bud <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Good night, I'm bye. going underground. I'm going to Bud Say hi to Jeremy for me. All right. Time for feature topic. I have mixed feelings as I switch to the Geeds bumper once again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know this is going ahead so much, but I think we can all agree that the best scene and shot in this entire fucking movie 
was fucking uh, uh, Sumori fucking drop kicking what's her face that was pretty good but oh, i think the that was yeah. the best Meta, mellow <laughs> I yeah i was not expecting that that was, really... that was lupin yellow she drop kicked lupin yellow's actor that was lupin yellow <laughs> that was lupin yellow yes, i looked I it up <laughs> i knew she looked familiar but i couldn't place it I, no i i heard a voice and i was like why do i know that voice and i looked it up i was like that's lupin yellow holy oh shit oh my god <laughs> But uh, well, no, th that's a pretty good. The, the the best scene is when we got Yeet the buffer. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that was pretty good, but the for me the oh. best thing in the whole fucking movie was Ace of Strength. I'm gonna call him just fucking yeeting the Magnum buckle, oh. and then when he finally transforms, just fucking conking dudes on the head with the gun. No, I hope Decker. Yeet hope the Magnum. Decker, yeet the hope, shooter. Yeet the buffer. I hope Decker has screenshots. But oh my god, just the the I, I forgot what context it was, but I think it was when he like he transforms into Geetzer or he said like he like the ace says something and Buffa just like it just cuts to like a shot of him just kind of stick like henshin but staring at him yep. and you can just tell the expression but then I love at one point he just goes like hey Shanae <laughs> it was just like Michinaga was just so fucking good this whole movie oh yeah <laughs> you're not my ace yeah, he's he's so pissed off and he's like, what is going on with him? So oh, anyways, that was just so good. So I understand why everyone else is here, but it was really weird that they chose to include Lopo and Kalo in this movie for some reason. No, but but Kalo was so fucking sweet and wholesome. I loved him. It was yeah. so nice. So good. Let's see Lopo again. Yeah, Lopo was great too! And I love that they I gave her that. the boost buckle because what else are they gonna give her? And you know what you know what was the best Pretty part much. about this you know what the best part about this movie was Ichi? Mm. There's no sparrow. We didn't have sparrow True. in this. Yeah. Yep. Sparrow. Not one single no mention. I think, I, think was, I think it was because he was kinda dead at this point. I or like, forgot not... he existed until you mentioned him. Yeah, and then he regrew his Jamato, and you know, he has Jamato, and they're they're great. He has Pikmin. Speaking of Jamato, oh, post show. Speaking of Jamato, this movie actually explained one aspect of the Jamato that the show never did. Like we know that Ar Archimedal like raised them for his own purposes, but the movie actually explained to us that the Jamato came from a mutated plant that eventually takes over the planet in the future timeline. Okay, where have I heard that before? That is in something else fictional that I've seen. Fucking probably. No, it's Hellheim! Kinda. It's fucking Hellheim! Except that's like a different world, and this is apparently something that happened on Earth. Yeah. We okay, also, so they, they, they also explained a little bit more about, like, the the state of existence in the future that like gene and kune and all these and these characters come from apparently in this future the earth is just fucking destroyed and all the only sentient existence remaining is just like in data form orbiting the fucking planet yeah that's wow okay when you go too deep in the kubrick so I want to talk about Cross Gates for a second, like our, our villain. He has 
like such a dumbass looking like appearance, like design and everything like that. Like his normal clothes. He's a clown. Uh-huh. But 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 and like he seems so stupid, but oh my god, I loved this guy so much. He was just so charismatic and he fucking owned every single scene he was in. Absolutely. <laughs> Holy shit, man! I thought I was gonna hate this guy, but I loved him. He he has that goofy motherfucker look to him, but he absolutely killed it in the and, acting department. And then they just he gave me Joker vibes. Yeah, and then to make up for how he silly he fucking looked on Henshin, they gave him like one of the most badass fucking Geats outfits ever. Frost Geats is <laughs> fucking Geats. godly. Love that it's suit. It's so cool looking. It's so cool looking. And he's got black <laughs> versions of the QB9 and the Raising Sword, which, and he, he actually, true to his name, Cross Geats with the X, a lot of his attacks actually had like X shapes to them. That was a really nice touch. Yeah, so like, the whole plot of this movie is like, they're they're trying to originally do like a treasure game or something like that, but then it gets interrupted and then it's like, turns into like a world destroying game so it's like oh how fast can you destroy the world yeah so apparently mela and Mello are people from the future similar to gene but they go around to different timelines civilizations and mythologies speed running total world destruction because I guess when you go see the movie, you have like a pamphlet that explains his backstory. And yeah, apparently Mello's a freaking god slayer. Yep. Yeah, Decker's saying according to the book that comes to the DVD of the movie, he killed Loki. Damn. Oh, all right. Wow. I believe he also killed like several different pantheons. He slayed the entire MCU. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was Ragnarok all along. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so these are apparently, like, terrorists from the future. And they have, I guess they live stream it or something like that? Yeah, but yeah, that, they, they live stream it. They live stream it to an audience in the future, but then it becomes a point of, like, oops, did we accidentally murder our entire audience? Whoopsie. Lol. Oh, well. You're all gonna die anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So like, everyone's having trouble fighting like like the endless onslaught of Jamato, and then of course Ace comes in because he's God Ace at this point, and he just you know he's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna solo this tree. Like, watch you, <laughs> watch me, come at me. And so I guess in the middle, like the Mel, like just uh, Mela just decides to like split the world into like four worlds, and so that splits Ace into four. So we get. Uh, yeah, like, uh, Ace based off his power, uh, that's, uh, the cowboy Ace. We get one based off his intelligence, one based off of his luck, and then the last one we find out later is based off, like, his heart, like, the good inside of him. I had guessed pretty early on that, like, the fourth Ace was, like, his determination, his, like, never give up attitude. Yeah. I, no. I thought that maybe it was oh like God. maybe it was his ability to respawn himself, something to that effect. But then they just they just pull the Captain Plan and it's like, no, this is Ace of Heart. I'm like, all right, yeah, no, or you know what Mello pulled? Hmm? He pulled a Leo Akaba. Kind of. Well, that makes a good point. No, you're right. Maybe he kills. This movie is just Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc Five. They split the dimension into Fusion, Synchro, and Xyz. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just Arc 5! That's why I enjoyed this movie. 
Or or makes a good point. Maybe he killed Coda. <laughs> Uh, I don't oh, know. God. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He killed the guy. He killed the guy. It's interesting to note that this is one of very few villains in Tokusatsu who technically su succeeded. There was a good amount of this movie where, yeah, he straight up destroyed the world and murdered 99% of everyone in it. Yep. It gave me Devilman flashbacks. <laughs> I've never seen Devilman. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we get like fun shenanigans with like everyone. So I like that. I like that. Uh, uh, freaking Surumi like goes to uh, goes, I guess, to one of the aces. Like she goes to the deserted island one. And like as soon as she lands, she just like her clothes turn into like tattered. Because you know, that's the whole premise of the world. I got the vibe that that was the her. This movie's equivalent of like, you know, in reboot when they go into a game and they like reboot. So they like acclimate yeah. to that world. Yeah. That was her version of doing that. Yeah, even even Lopo, like she she kind of had like a like a desert island outfit, and she looked she looked really nice. In she too. showed up by sniping some Jamato with fucking arrows. That was awesome. Well, yeah. Also, I forgot how fucking tall she is. Yeah. <laughs> like you see her next to fucking uh, Neon, and I'm just like, holy fuck, you're tall. <laughs> well, yeah, she's an athlete. I li I like tall women, so. Um, um, as, as much as Ace of Strength absolutely stole the movie for me, Ace of yeah. Knowledge oh. just absolutely face planting and vomiting was also very funny. Yeah, he has like motion sickness and he just like, he just gives r random knowledge and like the odds like, come on, you have to fight. He's like, ah, but Sun Tzu says, and I'm like, no, for fuck's sake. Conversely, Ace of Luck got, was immediately annoying as fuck. Oh, it was Happy, so funny. lucky. I was, oh, yeah, like when I was getting fucking Q Ranger flashbacks. No, it's lucky. Yeah, see, I got the lucky part from from Lucky from Q Ranger and the happy part from freaking Asahi from Rube. So I was okay with that. <laughs> Just happy. Hug the fish. <laughs> Yeah, and then like he, he, he's, do he, he's dodging some Jamato at some point. He like falls into like a like a pool floaty, and I'm just yeah. like, wow. Yeah, I just thought Jamato had a pool floaty. And then like K was with K was with like the determined ace, and he goes, "So what's what's this ace's thing? He's good with an ocarina, I think. Except he's not. He's ass at it." He ass at it, but then like yeah, so you can he like keeps trying to like fight and stuff like that, but he just gets his ass kicked because you know he's not powerful. He's also not the smartest, but you know, but he's got the determination. He's got the willpower. Yeah. He's got the heart. He'd he'd kill an Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't expecting them to be absolutely fucking literal when Mela said he was trying to acquire rare characters. But then we straight up watch him split the world and pilot his Jamato character to capture the three aces of strength, knowledge, and luck, and literally turn them into SSR characters in a gotcha game. I did notice that. The Geeks gotcha! They grambled them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's an actual gotcha! What the fuck is happening? Yeah, so because he has Ace's strength, intelligence, and luck, he is able to make the, the cross Geats buckle. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, 
My other favorite cool. part. It was cool. Sorry, go ahead. It was cool seeing him fight. It was it was cool. Also cool seeing him fight uh, Bujin Sword. So. Yeah. Um, going back real quick to the Michinaga in the Western world. Not only was oh. Ace <laughs> attempting to fight amazing, but then afterwards, fucking Punk Jack shows up in full cowboy attire, starts literally shooting Jamato with his fucking handgun. Oh, it was amazing. It was fantastic. And <laughs> oh, wait, no. he, shows, horse. he shows up with a spare horse for Ace and is like, all right, hop on. We're going to go get the tree. And Ace fucking hops on it, ass backwards, falls off it immediately, and then goes, all right, fuck it. I'm the horse now. Get on, Buffa. And hucks Buffa onto himself and just away. <laughs> And at one point, like hawks him like a hawks him like a fucking missile. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, just, like you ready? Like you ready, buffer? And just yeet, yeet the buffer and right misses. into the dirt. Just tosses him right to the fucking like dust. Yeets, yeets. I just run right the side, just like oh, you miss so much. <laughs> uh, so oh, funny. that whole sequence in Western World was just mwah, best part of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, so eventually, yeah. So eventually, like they all like get together and they're like, okay, like Ace. Mela like, gets this his ace is, cross like, geese and then just puts the world back together. And uh, um, everyone deals with the last remaining Ace being labeled as the trash dregs and being pathetic. Just the one shot where he like grabs the toy elephant from the sandbox. Bang! 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 <laughs> bang! <laughs> Bang, bang. Uh, yeah, and then and then Gotcha shows up. <laughs> yeah. In in in, in pillets form. Kalo gets to see <laughs> Mad Pirates. Yeah, yeah Mad Mad Pillets. And just like in this week's episode of Gotcha, he actually does some fucking alchemy while he fights in this. I like it. He thinks Kalo's the bad guy, and then Kalo's like, "No, no, no they they are." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you seem like a really nice old dude." That's a real fucking yeah, dumbass move on Hotaro's part. Let's see who's the villain: the, the the doddering old man or the creepy plant monsters? Um. Yeah, and then he turns to the steam hopper, and he you know does his debut shit, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's that's interesting that the hisatsu he does is a punch instead of his usual kick. And then, and then he gives Kalo a blank card. He's like, "You can go." Which should, this will be relevant later. Which, according to what we know from the show, is very illegal. You shouldn't be going around yep. giving these. We already have a problem with the Hades sisters stealing them. It's it's okay. It's just a flashlight. It just emits a light out of the card. Now, if you happen to find a Kemi, put him in this card. <laughs> Dora Kenny Law was like, "Oh, we want to make sure no, no, none of these things get near any bad people." You're good, so I guess you can have one. Hooray, transitive property. Um. So we get this uh, very inspiring scene where we go over every time in the series that Geats has told someone, "As long as you don't give up, you'll eventually win," which has kind of been Geats's you know, moral message over the course of its show, which makes to quote, sense. To quote, to quote Nick A30, never back down, never give up. <laughs> yeah. And then Cross Geats wow. promptly responds by activating his Hisatsu and legitimately nuking the world into oblivion. 
Yeah, and the, the way they like the way they, the way they show that like the world's destroyed is they just like they film this scene like on a beach and put like a tint over it to be like oh no, the world's now it's just gone. an empty the, red the waste. Yeah, and it's just like oh, what to do? And Rory's like, you could do it, and he's like, yeah, I can do it. So yeah, they, we get to the debut of Geet's oneness. Yeah, with the power of that one card that Kalo got. And the oneness buckle that just comes out of nowhere, kind of. Uh, we get the debut it's of Geet's oneness. Of everyone else combining into the buckle. I will say I love Geet's oneness. It is such a fucking beautiful suit. <laughs> Look at that. It's so cool. I love the eyes. I think it's rainbow a, eyes are so It's nice. just okay. I think the colors are a little bit all over the place. But on the whole, I, I love the shape of it. Especially the like capes and shit on the back and oh, front of it. The rainbow cape. The rainbow is so nice. I oh, love such a cool form. I love the little scarves on the front being a parallel to the scarves that Geats wears in his Star of the Stars of the Stars uniform. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. honestly, the suit itself is fine. It's the colors that do it for me. But I do love the capes. I like that we interpret uh, that we've uh, amalgamated Boost Mark Three into the design for the legs, and it's just a whole new top piece. Just yeah. nice white pants. Yeah, those, those shoes are cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he's like getting his ass kicked by uh, Crossgate's getting his ass kicked, and then like uh, Mela's or Mello's just like, "You're boring now. I'm gonna make you big." <laughs> just starts mashing <laughs> buttons. And then, oh, yeah, the, one of the best parts is when he throws the couch. Yeah, oh, basically yeah. makes some arc size. I, I, this was a really, really good fight. Like, we get the scene where he runs yeah. up the giant sword. We get the scene where he's running around the circular hallway getting shot at. It was a really good fight. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then all the other riders come back, and they all put their energy into the oneness core. And they, they yeet the geeks. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah, and Gene, just... Gene the whole time is like to, to the audience, like, hey, guys, grab your exclusive Rainbow Geats cord that you got before you came into the movie. And I was going to say, it, it's super tight. I was going to say, didn't they give that core out at the movie? So every kid yeah. in the audience has the core. And then Gene is just like, yeah. pray real hard with the, into the oneness core and give him your power. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah but right. that was a movie campaign. And he get like this special order something to get the actual buckle itself. Yeah, no, if you, I think if you bought the gotcha, pre-order the gotcha driver, when it came out and launch, you got the oneness buckle. Oh, okay. So. Well, the buckle. It. Yeah, the core was the, you get from the movie. Yeah, yeah core was the campaign. I, I, gave my, I gave my rainbow core to a Geats cosplayer at Fan Expo. Uh, yeah, so the Hisatsu, as they're falling out of the tree slash tower, very cinematically awesome. And yep. then he just counter Kabuto counter kicks him back into the tree and blows it up. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah just Samori, Samori, like I said, fucking drop kicks, blue and yellow, and I was just like, that's that's great. Yep. It's so fucking good. And uh, it's a throwaway line, but at that point, they're like, oh yeah, Mera and Melo got forced back into the future, and I'm like, I don't think that's enough of a conclusion. These are terrorists who are nuking eras of time. I think we want to do a little bit more than force them back into the future. I'm just going to headcanon they're dead. 
I think that might be. I, never I, see him again. I think the opposite. I think that might potentially be setting up for them to come back later at some point. Ooh, cross skates and outsiders, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so everyone bullies Ace for shit he did while he was split up, and he responds by telling them to forget it, and then fixes the world. <laughs> Yeah, we also get like more of his like god powers and we hear like the awesome like bell chime every time he fucking did something. Yep. I love that. And then uh -huh. in the, in the credits there's this one shot where Sumuri hands a belt to the camera and goes, "Audience, you are a common rider now." <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> was... all, you're all geet, you're all rainbow geets. You're all common riders. <laughs> Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. care for the ending song. Oh yeah, because that skeet suit that it got turned to the gold geet suit. Oh yeah, Doom's geets. Oh, it's Doom's yeah. geets. Yeah, that, mm. like like he he loves the cross geet suit. I love the Doom geet suit. That gold is just mm. eh, too gaudy. It does it for me? No, it does it for me, man. Uh, but yeah, so that was too the Geats movie. I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. Like it was yeah. great. It was great seeing the Geats crew again. I I weirdly missed them. <laughs> and like yeah just splitting ace up into four different versions of himself like his actor just killed it like that was he just a very, did such a good job it was a really interesting way to absolutely play around with ace's character and give him some more range that he lacked largely in the in the series proper yeah, cross skeets. I was not expecting to like as much as I did. Like I thought he was going to be a really annoying, dumbass villain, but he actually ended up being really fucking cool. So and a th threatening and successful villain. Yeah, we don't often <laughs> see cool. a lot of those. And the cool rider suit to boot. Yeah, but it's just a good movie overall. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably the it's probably the most fun I've had in a rider summer movie in a long time. Absolutely. Heck, just made me like Ace. And I thought Ace is just okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 like I said, like when we talked about Geats overall, just like I, I, I enjoy Ace as a character. It's just like the show I just feel like could have went a better in a better direction. Ace as a character needed some flaws to him, and I feel like this is as close that, as we're getting. Yeah. Exactly. That's what he needed. He needed a time in the show when he was just like falling down, and then he, aside like, from the other the, writers got him back up. Aside from the parts where he was like, "Mother," yeah, he lost, and then he actually lost his mom. And his mom's like, "I'm gonna make you god before I die." Have fun. Have fun, Bing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can call that a successful podcast. Hell yeah! Thank you, Jerry, for joining us. Yep. Thank you for having me. No always man. Glad I'm not feeling sick anymore. Yeah, always good. All right. Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week, as Gar mentioned, he will be here in person with me as well. And uh, we will be talking about High School Heroes, episodes seven and eight, finishing off the series. I can't wait. I love High School Heroes. It's such a good show. Yeah. So good all right of course i also would like to give a shout out to our currently active patrons which we have a new one of this pre this previous week <gasps> the guest 
in addition to our currently active patrons of Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, Midas the Fool, and Vegas, our newest patron on Cast Ranger is Jackaplier. Thank you very much to everyone here for being supporters of what we do. Of course, that extends to everyone who listens. Uh, you don't have to just be on the Patreon to be considered a supporter. We love everyone who listens. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that on Twitter like a couple weeks ago. Fucking killed me. Someone needs to find like audio of things Rackley's has said and then like edit it together so that it just sounds like him saying penis. <laughs> like a YouTube poop. That'd yeah. be fucking amazing. Yeah. Pen- penis. <laughs> just the face. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Thank you all to everyone for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Discord server, Patreon, merch store, all of our cool shit. Let us know what you thought of these episodes <laughs> in this movie in the comments. Let us know what you would like us to talk about in future episodes. And we will see you next week. It's like it's like penis coming boon. <laughs> Stay ace.